What's up, guys? Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with Luis. What's up, man? What, what are you smirking for? <laughs> you're smirking ear to ear. Um, it's it's kind of funny because you're smirking ear to ear, which makes me feel like you're uncomfortable, but today's podcast is about... Do you know what it's about? Getting out of your comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone, yes. This is something that a lot of us struggle with. We get in that position where we're used to just doing whatever it is that we're normally doing because that's what's comfortable and we're not challenged by anybody and we just kind of move forward and, and we go through life without bumping into anybody too hard. You know, and, and Luis, I know this is something that you went through. Is it Luis this week or Lewis? I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure out what personality we're dealing it's with. It's Luis. Okay. Today, All right. Yeah. So today it's Luis. Um, tomorrow might be Lewis. But anyways, I know this is something that you've been going through. You've been doing something that's kind of I, I would consider it extremely fun some people would consider it crazy oh my god dude i know exactly where you're going nope. um skydiving yeah skydiving yeah. skydiving's pretty intense right very and it's very. it's definitely something out of your comfort zone because there's a lot of people in this world that haven't even flown on a plane you know mm-hmm. that's one of their bucket list goals or something like that is to get on a plane and and go somewhere now you're not only flying on a plane but the plane is fine, and you're jumping out of it. Right. We're it, flying up to 14,000 feet knowing that we're going to jump out of it. Right. So you're jumping out of a plane mm-hmm. that works perfectly fine, using a parachute. Who packs the parachute? You, a rigger? Is there someone there that um, packs it for you? Right now, the riggers are packing them for us. Okay. So someone else is packing your chute, and you're getting up there with full trust that, that they know what they're doing. Oh, and that's scary. That I'm sure it is, because it's one of those things that it's like, is he having a bad day? Did his wife make him mad? Did he come to work today and say everybody that jumps gets a shitty suit <laughs> shoot? <laughs> you know. Well, apparently they, I, you know, from the instructors that were there, mm-hmm. they had uh, riggers that are very, very good. They trust them a lot. Yeah. Um, and so that made me kind of feel good. Right. Until I saw a little clip unclipped. <laughs> on my parachute when it was time for my second jump. Maybe it was supposed to be unclipped. No, it wasn't. Maybe it's an optional. Mm-mm. You know, kind of like when you you take apart things and you have extra parts when you're done. It's like, you know, they intentionally leave those extra parts there. <laughs> Weight reduction. Right. It's like when you do a, when you work on a motor, you know, and you put everything back together to spec, you got it all torqued down, you got three extra bolts. You're like, hmm. Guess it didn't need these. <laughs> yeah, until you start it up. Right, until it starts running. So, But that takes someone getting out of their comfort zone. Now, what inspired you to do that? Was that just something you were like, hey, I'm bored. I'm going to jump out of a plane. Um, well, no, me and my brother. My brother came up from, um, from Texas to visit, mm-hmm. and he was talking about things to go do and things he hasn't done. And I was like, I was like have you ever been skydiving? Let's go skydiving. Right. And he was like, no way. Like, so we scared. sat down at Chewy's eating, eating eating lunch, and I convinced him. He was like, he was like, "All right, let's go." Right. And I said, "Are you sure?" And he goes, "Yes, I'm a hundred percent sure." I hit the pay button instantly. While we we're sitting there, I was already paying for it. <laughs> I put the deposit down for our for our jumps. Um, we got on a we got there. Unfortunately, he didn't get the jump. Mm. Um, we went on a two day weather hold. The weather was really crappy that weekend. Gotcha. Um, but I was talking to a guy uh, named John. He's actually uh, prior military from the 101st. Airborne. So he's jumped a time or two. Oh, dude, he has thousands. I mean, he has a lot of jumps. Right. He has a lot of jumps. And he's convinced me to go ahead and get my AF, AFF. And um, mainly because I've done like, 
I think it was like 10 or 12 tandems mm-hmm. over the course of the past 10 years. And it was like, dude, it's like, you should, you should have already got your AFF. You need to, you need to do this. Well, you know, they don't know that I have really nobody knows. I guess everybody's going to know now. Right. Cause we're uh, going to tell everybody. I have death anxiety. Yeah. I think a lot of people do, do though. You know, nobody wakes up in the morning. They're like, Hey, I'm not afraid of dying today. No, you know, there's no. there's some people. There's some people. You're. I'm not necessarily afraid of dying, right? But uh, you're afraid but of doing risky things that it's could weird. kill you. No, I'm not. It, it's a, tell it's me a, what death anxiety means it's, to you. It's a. Well, that's really hard to say. It is. It's really I think hard you just to made say. That it's up. more of a fit. No, it's not. I'm, I'm not making it up. I don't make it up. <laughs> like I was. I was told that I've had it, and I had to take medication for it at one t- point in time. Which so is you why literally get CBD. anxiety from doing things that are potentially dangerous. From thinking about it. Not but see, you it. raced motorcycles before. You've been to battle before. I know, man. It's you weird. Know, you've, you've it's done a lot of things. It's not one of those things that I always have. Right. It's like every once in a while. Maybe it's something that you look back at some of the things you've done, and you're like, holy shit. I can't believe I made it through all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at some of the things I've done in my history and my past, and I'm like, wow, I'm very lucky to still be here because you know, I've done some crazy things. Um, maybe not to the extent that you have. I haven't jumped out of a plane. I would like to at some point in time, but, you, you know. Can come with me, man. I'd like you to come. I, I would definitely go. That would be something. That's getting out of the comfort zone because that's not something you typically do. You know, when I get on an airplane, I don't have a fear of flying. The first couple times I flew, I did because I'd never flown before, and I didn't know oh, that big dip that we hit, that turbulence, that this, that that. You know, is it that bad? And then I think of all the other variables that are in place. You know, when you fly, there's a lot of things. There's air pockets. There's there's a lot of things that could create issues. But you know what? If I'm up in there and if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. So we're good to go. So. You know, getting out of your comfort zone is a big thing. I think for success for a lot of business owners and people that are self-employed, people that do what we do, um, getting out of your comfort zone is the difference between success and not having success. And speaking of getting out of your comfort zone, you know, the biggest thing is when we do business, we like to do business with companies that we are comfortable with. But from a business standpoint, that's a little bit different than getting out of your comfort zone and trying new things because you're dealing with other people's biggest purchase that they'll ever make. That is why we use Broker Title and Escrow. They've made it extremely easy for us to serve our clients seamlessly in every transaction that we've had so far. I mean, the, the company is amazing. So if you're looking for a great title company, if you're buying, selling, refinancing, anything like that, reach out to Broker Title and Escrow, 615-986-2213. So back to the show. Um, getting out of your comfort zone when it comes to what we do from an industry standpoint. You know, a mortgage person, it's very difficult for a lot of us to jump on the phone and call people we don't know. It's very difficult to face rejection. You know, you have a lot of people that they have that fear that the other person on the other end of the phone is going to tell them no. You've experienced a bad call before where you've talked to somebody and they just kind of blown you off and it was a negative situation. Did that in any degree or form or fashion kind of give you that feeling like, man, I don't want to have another one of those calls again? You know, well, of course, I don't want to have another one of those calls. It's never comfortable right. trying to de- de-escalate a situation that you necessarily didn't cause. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, no, I don't want to have that that kind of conversation again. Will I run into it again? I'm sure I will. Um, but 
taking that call that was negative, I'm going to be able to take that and learn from it um, for the future. Right. Well, in learning from it in the future, that's that's what we do. You know, mm-hmm. you make a mistake, you hit a a wall, you have some rejection, you go ahead and you learn from it and you deal with it. You know, it's going to happen again. There's no possible way you're going to be in this industry for any length of time and have every single transaction be just the smoothest one in the world. You know, and especially when you deal with different personalities, different situations, different types of people, you're going to have that. But getting out of your comfort zone also includes doing things like what I'm well known for, which is branding. You know, when I initially started doing that, there was a lot of feedback from peers. And I think that's where there's a lot of of people that stop. They're afraid that, oh, the people around me are going to make fun of me for what I'm doing. And if I do this, I'm going to be exposed to that. And so I'm, I'm better just to keep quiet. You know, I'm better just to kind of sit here. And I think a lot of people do that because of those reasons. You know, you have a lot of situations in meetings, for example. A lot of people won't speak up because they don't want to sound what? Stupid, right? So they, they sit don't there and ask a dumb question. Right. They don't want to ask a dumb question. The only question that's dumb is one that's not an, not asked. Well, there are some stupid so, questions out there. Yeah. I've heard is some people black? is yeah, exactly. I've heard some people ask some very, very ignorant questions. I look at them, I'm like, you should have stayed in your comfort like, dude, zone. Dude, we just answered that question. Are right. you not listening? <laughs> or when they ask a question ahead of time. You know, when you're, you're like, hey, we're going to go through this presentation. At the end of the presentation, I'm going to tell you why the sky is blue. And halfway through, they're like, so can you tell us why the sky is blue? You're like, dude, I just told you it's going to be Well, I don't want to wait till the end. Right, right. So that in that case, stay in your comfort zone. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I think the fear of rejection, the fear of, of peers making fun of you is what holds a lot of people back. They don't want to go above and beyond. They don't want to be seen as the quote unquote ass kisser. You know, and so they just kind of stay in their little groove and they glide along life in that that direction in that way. It's when you got to roll with criticism. Yes. You got to be understanding and accepting of criticism. You know, the big thing is, is when you you talk to a lot of successful people, they have made a lot of mistakes. They have failed quite a few times and you have to get out of your comfort zone to put yourself in a position where you have the potential to fail. If not, your comfort zone is exactly that. You're just going to do the same task over and over and over and hope that things get better. You know, we see it every day. And you and I talked about this yesterday. We had a a breakfast over at Cracker Barrel. We sat down and and what did I say? I looked around the room and what did I say? I said, there's a lot of people in here that you could walk up to right this second and say, Hey, what are your goals for this month? What are your goals for this year? And they would look at you with a blank stare because I have no idea. And that's the difference of people milling around and kind of doing their own thing on a day-to-day basis and people that are highly motivated to get stuff done. You know, when you set goals and when you set the ways that you're going to get there and the things you're going to do and how you're going to execute it and what activities it takes to do that, you have to get out of your comfort zone to do that unless your goals are just subpar. If you set a goal that, hey, I've never been late to work, so my goal is to not be late to work this month, that's pretty easy to obtain. If you've never been late before and your goal is to not be late, I I don't even know why that would be someone's goal. That should just be like normal life. Well, if I'm late, I'm going to stop and get donuts real quick. I know, because you always text me and you're like, hey, you want any coffee? I'm like, I know that. I know he's running late. <laughs> I'm still going to get you coffee because I'm going to get coffee. Right. No, I appreciate that. But I, as you know, it's one of those things. It's like, all right, he's running behind. But you do what most people want, which is stay late, get things done, and get out of your comfort zone because comfort zone is, all right, five o'clock, I'm rolling out, ready to go. No, you know, and I take my computer home with me on purpose. And that's getting out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. because your comfort zone will tell you that, hey, I punched the clock. I'm ready to go. I'm done. You know, Uh, a more aggressive standpoint of getting out of your comfort zone. This is something I personally struggled with. And I know a lot of people listening and be like, no way. I used to have a 
huge fear of public speaking. Huge. Like the first time I got in front of people, I was at Century Lending. This was back in the subprime days. And they said, all right, you're going to interview. And I'm like, okay, easy enough. And they said, but it's going to be president, vice president, operations manager, territory manager, branch manager. I mean, there was like 15 people in this interview. I had had two Red Bulls that morning. And so I was already, you know, this was before I, my, my caffeine tolerance was as high as it was. So I was already shaky. This was pre-crash. So this was like 2008, 2007. And they said, all right, we're going to go in this room and you're going to present and you're going to pitch to us why we should buy Century Lending's product in your words. And I'm like, okay. I have no idea at this point what we're really selling besides money. <laughs> so it was literally, literally a U-shape table. And the whole table was surrounded and they put me in the middle and I'm young at this point. And I'm like, Ooh, so I go in there and the first thing I do, because this is what a lot of people who aren't comfortable and, and a lot of good public speakers actually say that this is a good key to opening is I cracked a joke. I said, I feel like I'm on an audition for American Idol and I can't even sing. And the whole room laughed. And because of that, it allowed me to kind of get in there and do what I do best. Once I break that ice, I'm good at presenting. I still have the anxiety through the roof. I'm sure at that time, if Apple had a watch, the thing would have exploded because of my heart rate being so high. <laughs> been- You're having a heart attack. <laughs> right? They're like, You're dead. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's one of those things that once I get into the groove, I was good to go. And I got that job. And everyone was like, That presentation was awesome. I'm like, Really? Cool. Let's, well, I was just pulling shit out of my ass. Right. Let's not do that again. <laughs> so, you know, that's just one of those things that, that uh, you know, looking back, the anxiety portion of it, you just look back and you're like, wow, you know, I can't believe it used to be like that. And then we had a sales meeting one time at a company I was at, and I was one of the leading sales managers, and it was the same thing. I mean, palms were sweaty. I could feel sweat just dripping from the inside of my shirt. Mm-hmm. Like I was afraid to raise my hands because I, I figured that it would look like oceanfront property <laughs> on my armpits. So <laughs> that's the norm. Right. But well, no, that's not the, am I sweating now? No, no, but you like some guns, huh? Earlier. Whatever. Um, that is the norm though. I do sweat a lot. I am a very warm blooded person. Freezing in this office. You I walk around freezing. with a blanket. You, <laughs> I got my Wilby on at all times of the yeah, day. Yeah. You know who else, if you go into to major offices, you know who else walks around with blankets? Hmm. Girls. Oh, well. So there's nothing wrong if that's what you identify as. They got the right idea then. Right. Or I have the right idea of keeping the AC down. So, um, but getting out of your comfort zone, you know, now fast forward to where I'm at now and I'm able and I'm invited and I'm able to present in front of people. You know, I'm able to get in front of people and share my knowledge with them and help them grow. And that's something that for me, it's, it's flattering. Every time somebody says, hey, do you want to come to this event and speak? I'm like, that's awesome that people want to sit in a room and listen to me talk. You know, even with this podcast, people are sitting at the other end of this and they're listening to me talk. And it's like, what do I have to say that's any any better than somebody else? You know, the people that faithfully tune in on a regular basis. What is it that I'm saying that's better content than what other people are, are there to give? You know, I don't think I could trump like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has a pretty, you know. That's that's the job. Shots fired. Right. No, there's, there's no shots Joe, fired. He's calling you out. Shots <laughs> yeah. fired. You can't call him out. He's got some of the best minds on his show ever. You know, but the, the sound quality obviously is one thing that I try to emulate that he's got. I try to have the top notch sound quality, but the following is something that's difficult to get at his level. He's the he's the best podcaster in the world, hands down. Statistics don't lie. Hmm. 
But getting out of his comfort zone is what allowed him to do that. Because keep in mind, he started a podcast before the market was saturated like it is right now. Now anybody with a computer, a mouth, and a mic has a podcast. And not in that order. But he did it when it wasn't cool. He did it when it wasn't comfortable. You know, that's, I did it before the market got saturated, but I didn't do it soon enough. I should have started a podcast four years ago. Instead, I started one two years ago. But it was getting out of my comfort zone. And if you listen to the past podcast, you would hear the progression of what I talk about and the message and the quality and the content and everything else, you know, and that's part of getting out of my comfort zone. So the moral to the story is in order to do big things, you have to do big things. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to put yourself in a position that isn't necessarily always comfortable. You have to fail. You do. You have to fail and you have to fail a lot. But the biggest thing with failing is you don't just fail and then dust yourself off and say, well, that sucked. And then go out, go back and do it again. Fail, learn, find the positive and move. Yeah. Go out and hit it at another angle. Yes. And hit it hard. And, you know, that's one thing that, that Jocko Willink talks about. He's got that, you know, obviously Jocko's another big podcaster, but he says good. And, and I don't know if you know the context of how he's saying that, but basically something bad happens. He says, good. You know, you lost your job. Good. Why? Well, you learn from it. You learn from the bad things. You find the positive and you find a different reason. You continue to grow. You continue to move. You know, same thing with when you fail. Get out of your comfort zone, fail, learn something, grow, and continue to push forward. You know, at the end of the day, if you want to see true success, you have to do that. And that could be something small, you know, that could be setting your phone down and saying, I'm not going to pick up my phone for the next hour because I'm so glued to this thing that if I pick it up, it's going to distract me from work. It's, it may be sitting it down and just hammering down on some work for an hour. That's getting out of your comfort zone, right? Sure it is. Or getting out there and talking to people. What do we typically do? You do this too. We get in front of people. What do we do? We talk. We talk about business. We talk about who we are. Yesterday, right. when we were at the Mexican restaurant, or day before yesterday, and you're like, hey, koozies up there. They're free. Good to go. Most people wouldn't do that. Most people wouldn't turn and look at complete strangers and be like, hey, there's free koozies up there. Grab a couple. No, I'm totally about stepping out of my comfort zone. But see, that's good because that's what's going to create success for you in the future. Because the one thing that a lot of loan officers, and especially, you know, I've seen it. A lot of loan officers lack the ability to get out of their comfort zone, and in turn, it creates failure. You know, mm -hmm. that's two, three deals a month as opposed to 15, 20 deals a month. So, you know, get out there, get after it, get out of your comfort zone, try something new, anything, you know, it could be, it could be big. It could be small. If you've always wanted to go out and you wanted to do public speaking, rehearse, 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 get out in front of people, talk, speak, do what you have to do. You want to so, do some skydiving? I'll you want to jump out of a place per you need to go. perfectly good airplane? You hook up with Luis. Um, and you can jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Hey, so you're coming. I am coming. Mm -hmm. But all right. Well, one last shout out to one of our big sponsors. You saw this table come in today. This oh, table Lord. is freaking awesome. So built by design, you know, I, I, I reached out to these guys and I happened to know one of the owners of it. And I said, hey, I want a table and I want a big table. And he said, what do you want? And I said, I don't know. And he comes back and he says, all right, I'll design the table. What are the dimensions? I give him some numbers. And this dude knocks it out of the park. The table's amazing. So in the future, look out for pictures of this table. I've already posted some online. Um, you'll see them. But once this thing's up and running, this thing's freaking incredible. So anyways, Built by Design, 615-866-7291. Let Jason and his team know that I sent you. Anything else? Any closing words? Well, just get out of your comfort zone, guys. All right. Well, Do thanks it. Thanks for tuning in. 
Uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon. Hope everyone has a great weekend.